Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, if you're trying to get your finances in order, but you don't know where to start, well, Sinead Ryan, presenter of the Home Show here on News Talk, is with me for this week's Consumer Corner. We are talking about how to manage your money, something, Sinead, that I definitely need to pay <laughs> we to. Are. Happy New Year, Sandra. <laughs> if we're allowed to say that this late into January. Oh, yeah. I know. And look, this is the week, if it hasn't arrived already, that your credit card bill is going to be hitting the um, doormat after Christmas. And it's always a kind of a terrifying time because yeah. all that general Generosity and largesse that seemed so much <laughs> fun in December is hitting home and people are left with, with debt uh, and it's, it's always a worrying thing. But look, the good news is um, that not only can, you know, you find a structure and a scaffolding about managing it, but actually I'm kind of a big fan of separating debt into good debt and bad debt. Okay, right. and that, this a lot now. of people think, oh, every, all I debt is bad, all bad, you yeah. know. Um, but the, the best way to think of it is, if I were to ask you to list all the debts and loans and things that you have, you'd probably start with the biggest one first, and that that'd be the mortgage, and mm. work your way down. Now, I I would turn that in its head, so it's it is worth getting out a piece of paper and doing it, but but do it the other way around. Instead of listing it the highest amount first, list the highest interest bearing debt first. Um, so that would probably be your credit card. Uh, it doesn't matter the amount you you owe. It's the it's the, the interest, interest that it. you're paying. And then the next one maybe could be a personal loan or a car loan or a credit union loan. Right at the bottom is your mortgage. That's good debt for two reasons. One, because it's asset backed. Mm. Uh, and secondly, because it's free. Um, so you're not being charged any interest because inflation and interest rates are around the same at the moment. Okay. Uh, so don't worry about the mortgage debt in yeah. one sense. Do you know? No, but yeah, when um, you say that, it's it's the you know it's it's the credit card and it's the subscriptions and the direct debits exactly. and all of this kind and of stuff. And that's the really the stuff that we need to get a grip on because the mortgage kind of is, is the stuff that's so long term and out there that as long as you're meeting your repayments, forget about it. Don't worry about it. The credit card is the killer because that's been charged at around twenty percent. Now, to have that lumped on, that means, you know, that nice gift that you bought your granny for 100 quid yeah. is going to cost you 120 quid if you if you don't pay that off. You know, you could be paying that, have that debt in the summertime and that that's ridiculous, really. Uh, so uh, it's a good idea just to get a sense of how much actually credit cards cost you because they are a curse. And I also say that having one and knowing that they are necessary for a lot of people. So I'm not going to come in here and say, get rid of the credit card, mm. chop it up, OK? Um, but in terms of repaying it, when your bill comes in, I brought mine in just to show you. So there's my bill there, right? My latest bill. It's okay. four, €450.92, right, for my credit card. Now, look underneath that. OK, so forget forget what I bought and how I spent it and all that. that. That doesn't really matter. Underneath are the words minimum payment. OK, yeah. same writing, same font size as the balance I owe. And the minimum payment is €18. Euro. OK, that's very manageable. Yeah, that's yeah. That's very good. You know, anybody can manage that. Um, there's no minimum payment in law. So most banks opt for about two or three percent of the bill. OK, now the problem with that minimum payment is that's all I'll be asked for. And it's if I make that quid. yeah, every single month, that bill, it, it'll take me over six years to pay off that balance. And that's if I put nothing else on my credit mm. card ever again. Yeah, between now and then. Like that's just crazy. You know, so managing that by instead of going, I'm not going to say pay the whole lot off. That might be too much of a leap, but double it. Even doubling the minimum payment will cut your repayment by about two thirds. Right. 
All right. So and put in a bit more. Put then. in a bit more. It's always option two on your credit card, right? Option one is the minimum payment. Option two is pay what you like. Imagine a loan where the bank says pay what you like, but that's what happens. Right. Yeah. Uh, and only option three will be pay it off in full by director. But now that's what you should be aiming towards when your finances are restructured. Mm. Okay. Um, so it, it, the, the CCPC, the Competition and Consumer People, have a brilliant mortgage uh, uh, credit card calculator on their website. Okay. If you go into ccpc.ie, put in your debt, your interest rate and it'll tell you how long it'll take to pay off using the minimum payment. All right. And even doubling it, it'll recalculate it for you and you'll see immediately the benefit of that. So would would you say, Sinead, like if you had, you know, uh, like if you had a bit of money aside in savings, would you say take that out and clear the credit card? So this is always a dilemma because Irish people um, have have savings on one hand. We're great savers. You know, most of us have something on deposit or in the bank (laughs) and, and and we're great at getting into debt. Okay, now an economist would say Absolutely, absolute nonsense keeping your money on savings where it's earning no interest. Why don't you take it off and pay off debt? But we're not economists, thankfully, most of us. So therefore, I can understand people wanting to have cash put by because they don't know what's ahead. We don't know what's going to happen. But certainly if you're being charged 20% on a loan and you have money over here earning absolutely nothing, in fact, it's, it's losing you money through inflation, well, then it does make sense to take out even a portion of it and pay down debt. Mm. It's a really well, good thing you say, that you can do. If it means you're doubling the minimum payment element of it. Exactly. And what that means is by the time then you get down that high interest bearing debt, that biggie, you then are used to the repayments going out at a higher rate. So take them and use them then to pay off the next highest interest bearing loan. So that could be a, a personal loan or a, or a kind of credit union loan or something. Uh, and that way you're increasing that payment. And it, it's like a snowballing method. It just in, it, it gets your debt down much quicker. Now you do have to be disciplined about it. You don't add to the loan while you're doing it if you can, but it's manageable and it's a lot easier than just say, oh, pay it off and, you know, consolidate the loan and all that. I'm not mm. a big fan of that. You okay. know? What is the snowball method? So that is where you are taking your first highest interest bearing debt. So you need an easy win. All right. The mortgage is a big thing. That's way down. There. You need an easy win. So you, you grab that debt, whatever it is, the highest one, and you pay that off as quickly as you can. You take the repayments from that, you roll it down into your next loan by doubling those repayments okay. or, or adding more. And then when that one's cleared, you roll it down into the next one. And before you know it, and I mean, it could be a year, it could be a couple of years, you get to the stage where the only debt you have left is your mortgage debt. And that's good debt. Okay. So just try and get so your good and your bad debt in and order. G- exactly. And try and get that down. Now, if you are somebody who needs to be saved from yourself and the shoppers out there I will know who they, they are. Right? So I, I'm, I'm not going to say get rid of your credit card, although, you know, that's a useful thing uh, to do. You need it for the, you know, the odd emergency. You might. Stuff, yeah. So here's what I do suggest is cut it horizontally, right? That way. So cut it up. Okay, but actually cut it up. Cut it up, right? Cut it up horizontally, so not vertically. So that way you still have the numbers and you still have the code on the back, but you can't use it in a shop. All right. So confines your purchases to ones where you've actually sat down, thought them through. Do I need this? Do I want that? You're not going to be flashing the plastic while you're on a shopping spree, okay? Because the shop won't take it if the top is cut off. Right, okay. Uh, the other thing you can do is uh, is put it in um and I there I People do this, right? You get oh, a hide it. plastic bag. Hide it. Tell somebody yeah. where you've hidden it, yeah, right? Yeah, D- yeah. Tell, ask somebody else to hide it and tell them <laughs> not to give it back to you until you've described why you need this purchase, okay? Or pop it in a little plastic bag and put it in a child's lunchbox and fill it with water and stick it in the freezer, okay? So 
So Are you what serious? Happens, yeah, no, absolutely. Icebox challenge. So uh, you, you pop it in the freezer. Now, what happens is when you want that impulse purchase, when you want to buy something, you have to wait on that to defrost. Okay, now you can zap it in the microwave because it ruins that magnetic strip right there. So you wait on Somebody it to from the fraud crowd now will be on giving out. And <laughs> it just the, gives you. the freezer. Do hide in the freezer. Because <laughs> look, all you're looking, going for here, Andrea, is thinking time. Just that pause, that breath. Is this in my needs list or is this in my wants list? Uh, and just make it a little bit harder for yourself to have it. Now, of course, the ultimate is to do away without it altogether. And because now we're all in SIPA, we're all in Europe, we all have these visa yeah. codes, you you really don't need a credit card. Even if you are finding yourself straying into debt, an overdraft on your current account is cheaper than a credit card. Okay. An overdraft will cost you about 14% a year. It's still huge. But, but it's a lot it's less, less than this. Than this yeah. And if you can negotiate an overdraft limit, if you find yourself tipping into debt, say, every so often because of purchases, negotiate an overdraft with your bank. Use your debit card. All right. So, yes, you are borrowing money, but you're doing it in a structured way and a known way. And then you can pay it off when your salary goes in the next month. OK, right. That's something to consider. I'm not going to commit <laughs> to your ice bucket challenge just yet today, but I'll think about it. The kind of general budgeting. Do you do this? Yes, I do it every uh, January and um, it's a great time. I actually do it in the downtime between Christmas and New Year and I set out my my budget for the year. Now, I have one that I've used for donkey's ears and it's just a printed template. It's not terribly posh. I'm not very good on spreadsheets. Um, It's just a document that shows me three elements are, are really what I'm looking for here. The first is the disappearing money. So this is the stuff that disappears out of my bank account on payday. It's my mortgage. It's my insurances. All the stuff that you set up by direct evidence standing order deliberately to go out on yeah. payday. OK, so you list all those and they're they're the known knowns. So you know exactly what's going to disappear out of, out of every month. Add them up. That's fine. The second lot are, are what I call the walking around money. You know, this is the stuff that you know you're going to be tapping your way through the week. So it could be groceries, it could be your fuel, your transport, picking up the newspaper, whatever it is for you. Now, we underestimate that usually quite Mm. a lot. So it's a good idea just to take out your bank statement. We're all using contactless at the moment. Take out your bank statement, have a look through it and see if you can work out from Monday to Monday, what am I tapping? Through, through the week and reserve that amount, write it down uh, for each month. And then the third one are the known unknowns. OK, and what I mean by that is this is stuff that you definitely know you're going to be spending throughout the year, but it's not regular. It's not every week, may not even be every month. So I'm talking about things like going to the hairdresser, going to doctors, dentists, um, your holiday. car service, your holiday, kids' birthdays, um, Christmas, mm. all the stuff that you know is going to happen. And you can take a guesstimate at how much it's going to be. Make a guesstimate, add it all up, divide by whatever number it is. Okay, so you come back to a monthly figure or however you're paid. So now you have an amount every single month that you know is going out by direct debit. You know you're going to contactless through the week. And now you've got a chunk that you should be reserving for all those unexpected things that are really expected. Yeah, play money kind of stuff. And it is, yeah. But when you add that up, you'll realise, my gosh, I didn't realise how much that was. That'll that'll fall into the thousands. Uh, But putting an amount away equal to that each month, just into a deposit account, just link it to your current account, pay yourself on payday 
Don't be waiting till you've spare money. Right? Nobody mm. for a spare money. Pay that in on payday. Would you use the likes of an, an, you know, maybe like a Revolut account, like an allowance? Would you give yourself an I allowance? I pay myself each week. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what you do. Your pocket so, money kind of. Yeah, thing. so it's your walking around money, your pocket money, but you're also reserving in a savings area. It's not going to earn you any interest. You're not. It's not long term stuff. It's stuff that you're going to need to spend this year. I might need to spend it this month, but when the time comes, I can draw on it because you know what? I've put it away mm. each month. Do you stick to it? Oh, I do where I can. Now, look, life happens. Yeah. Um, my dishwasher <laughs> broke down. You know, stuff like that is yeah. going to happen. I got a puncture in my tire. I had to go and fix that. It was 110 quid. Like uh, stuff like that happens. So. I I've a little reserve that I I kind of use for that. But what it means is when my when I get paid, I know exactly now how much my actual real disposable mm. income is because a lot of it is pre earmarked for all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, now that's kind of depressing because you're saying, "Gosh, I don't earn as much as I thought I did." Uh, it's not fun. But now at least you know and there is a structure around that. Yeah, and it was the other thing too, like, you know, your direct debits can change, insurance, the whole lot. It mm. can go up, it can increase. Mm. You might be paying out a little bit more yeah. too. And actually, even doing well. the exercise will show yeah. you. No, if you list idea. down all the insurances and you think, where's that 25 quid going? What's it for? There's what am I getting for it? Where is it? Um, and you know what? It's a bit like the grocery shopping. The first one is the hardest. You know, the online grocery. The first one is hard. But, but 90% of it after that is just picking up where you left off yeah. and it becomes a habit. Sinead Ryan, presenter of The Home Show here on News Talk. Thank you for joining us uh, for this week's Consumer Corner here on Lunchtime Live. We're going to be talking about whether or not you'll uh, ban the fire. Would you remove your chimney? All for environmental reasons. Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.